Hello and welcome to the Catch the Lift Coaches Corner. I'm Cal Head Coach Melissa and this week I'm honored to welcome Cal team member Darren Winnick to the show. Darren is a Cal team member, a coach and manager at Towson Fitness and so much more. Welcome to this week's episode of Coaches Corner. Darren, welcome. Uh, thank you, Melissa. Welcome. Uh, uh, thrilled to be here. So happy to have you on today and talk to you. Uh, let's jump right in, Darren. Would you start by talking to us a little bit about your life growing up and what ultimately would lead you to a life of fitness? Sure, sure, sure. It's, uh, it's a, a, a roundabout story. I grew up in a, a large family before the age of the internet and video games, and we spent um, as much time as possible outdoors, and we played various sports and did this and did that just outside all the time. Um, and when I became an adult, more or less, uh, kind of put that stuff away. And, um, you know, over the course of a decade and a half, just forgot um, to include that in my life and drifted further and further away from it and um, found myself um, in my mid-40s um, out of shape. Not particularly sick, but not particularly well. Um, right. And, uh, you know, I, like I think a lot of people uh, find themselves these days. Yeah. So what would it be that would actually get you to go and join a CrossFit box? What would be the catalyst for that move? Well, uh, this is a great story. Um, uh, I was 45 and, you know, on the wrong side of 200 pounds. And um, I could, you know, take the stairs if I wanted to, but I never wanted to. Uh, yeah. Thing. And uh, I got a call from my septuagenarian father. And he said, hey, I want to go climb Mount Kilimanjaro. And I want you to come with me. Um, and we're leaving in four months, and I already have the ticket. <laughs> That's how you do it right there. I love it. <laughs> uh, and, um, I, you know, everything in, in my head was saying, oh, you don't want to go do that. Um, but I have a, there's a rule in my family in that when, when your septuagenarian father asks you to go climb a mountain halfway around the world, yeah. Uh, you say yes. Yeah. Um, so I said yes. And then I started making some phone calls. I have a stepbrother who had summited Killy a few years before, and I gave him a call and I said, what do I need to do? And the clock is ticking. He said two things, uh, grab a, uh, a ruck and start walking up and down hills with it and go join a CrossFit gym. Now, this was 2013. I'd never heard the word CrossFit before, um, but I found a local one. Um, and on the hottest day of the hottest summer in Atlantic I'd ever seen, I walked into this um, uh, uh, sauna with barbells and got absolutely destroyed and lay on the floor in a, a sweaty mess, but um, having fallen deeply, deeply in love. Wow, that's incredible. Um, so I want to talk a little bit more kind of about that four months leading up to Kilimanjaro because you had a set time frame. There was a goal, you know, at the end, it was to summit it, you know, with your father. What did those four months look like for you? You know, so you're rucking, you're doing CrossFit, but this is also kind of the beginning of your fitness journey, almost like as an adult. So what did those four months kind of look like for you, Darren? Uh, well, it was a, a fair amount of pain, a fair amount of suffering. Uh, I'm not going to lie, but it, it was the kind of pain and suffering that, that feels good at the end of the day. And, and, um, I, I mean, I know you're familiar with that, and I think a lot yeah. of, of our audiences. Um, and there was a lot of um, just not being able to decide to say no. Uh, I didn't have a choice. I knew what I had coming up. Um, I knew that 
the days were falling off the calendar and I just had to keep going every day. Uh, and I did. Um, and I, I thank I thank God for that because that would have been uh, very easy to stop doing it yeah. if I had a reason to be there. Right. Let's talk about Kilimanjaro, Darren. Talk to us about summiting that mountain. So Kilimanjaro is it's it's big. It's about nineteen thousand six hundred feet. It's nice and high. It's not a terribly technical climb, um, but it's pretty grueling. We uh, we were supposed to take the long easy route. And, um, and I don't know if he did this on purpose, but for some reason we ended up taking the short, more rigorous route. <laughs> so we had to scramble up um, a lot faster than we were anticipating, or at least that I had been led to believe um, under more rigorous conditions. Uh, not a technical climb, but still a, a, a pretty rigorous one. Um, it starts out in the, uh, uh, in the rainforest and it's hot and humid and you don't want to wear anything and you're you know, carrying a pack. Um, and you end in this sort of uh, frozen scree zone where, you know, your breath is labored and, and you're climbing up um, wow. in the middle of the night and, and every single step you have to just will yourself into doing it over and over and over again. Um, and that was, I mean, it was a great experience, went with a great group of people, great guides, um, uh, but um, that final push, that last 12 hours of just getting to the summit in the middle of the night, low on oxygen, tired, exhausted, all of that, um, but somehow putting one foot in front of the other until you get there was just a great experience. And then you reach the top just as the sun's rising, which is what a you, really sweet experience. You know, so, so reaching that top, Darren, you know, as the sun's rising, do you kind of remember any feelings or thoughts that ran through your head? at the, you know, when you, when you summited? Exhaustion. Um, but it, it's really an amazing feeling just to sort of step foot on the highest point uh, of the, uh, uh, of the mountain. There's relief certainly. Um, cause you know, all the steps from then on are down. Uh, yeah. it's uh, it, it, just an elation and doing it with uh, my father, but not just my father, all the old people in our group that have been climbing and all of us making it up there together and sort of pulling each other up um, was just a, 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 that feeling of camaraderie made yeah. a big difference too. That's absolutely wonder, wonderful. I mean, what a fantastic thing to have had that experience with your family, you know, and your father in particular. That's just, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us, Darren. Yeah, I feel grateful. So, you know, your CrossFit journey would continue on post Kilimanjaro. And in 2015, you would go on and decide to get certified as a CrossFit trainer. Darren, what was it that made you want to become a CrossFit trainer and kind of, for lack of better words here, give the gift of CrossFit to other people? I think that's exactly it. I, I couldn't have put it better. Um, one of the things that I love about CrossFit is the connection um, among all the people in the gym, um, but particularly uh, coach to athlete. It's uh, sort of the, the foundation of the community that we build. And um, I was privileged and lucky to, to work with some amazing coaches and, and learn from them. And uh, I wanted to emulate that. Um, and I, um, I, I needed the technical knowledge and I felt that I had the the personality to do it, um, right. and the desire to do it. So the piece that was missing was um, getting the, the certification and, and beginning that journey of knowledge. Uh, and so that's that was my um, impetus to that. 
So something, you know, whenever we have anybody on, Darren, and they're really into CrossFit, something I always ask them is, you know, why CrossFit? What is it about CrossFit? Community is the answer we most commonly get. And I know this is something you and I beforehand had a bit of time to talk about. And I want you to touch on that that piece of the CrossFit community a little deeper, but kind of more specifically, Darren, how has the CrossFit community allowed you to grow throughout your fitness journey? What a great question. Um, community is everything. Uh, the from my perspective, it doesn't matter whether your gym has the latest and greatest equipment in it. It doesn't matter uh, if it's producing world-class athletes and competitors. I mean, those things are nice if it has beautiful shower facilities. Right. What matters is if you go. And there is nothing that draws me and my athletes to the gym more than the community that we've created. Um, and you know, to the point where you know, the equipment doesn't have to be perfect and class schedules can get crazy and parking could be an issue and there's no shower facilities, but it's the best hour of their day um, to get there and to do that. And uh, to me, that's everything uh, that that's the best part of CrossFit. The best part of what I do is, is building and maintaining that community. And what it comes down to for me is everybody roots for everybody else's success even harder than they root for their own. That's so cool. That's so cool. Darren, would you talk to us a little bit about Towson Fitness and the community that you guys have built there? I'm sure. I I mean, I'm just one part of of a a much bigger organization, much bigger community, but I'm I'm really proud to be a part of that community. Uh, It is a a gym that has been a CrossFit affiliate since um, before I got there in 2013 continues to be one. Uh, it's on the smaller side, about 150 members, uh, uh, more or less. Uh, and, you know, just had a nice, um, uh, consistent group of core members that we've built this facility around. Um, lots of ups and downs in terms of uh, changes in membership, especially in the couple of years of COVID. Yeah. Uh, Towson is a college town. It's also a, a pretty transient town in terms of people moving in and out. Right. Opportunities. Um, so we see a, a, a lot of um, people coming in and out around the edges, but at the same time, those people recognize the community we've built and they just move right in seamlessly and, and join us for the time that they do get to spend there. That's just terrific. Darren, I want to talk a little bit more kind of about your your individual fitness. Um, how would you say just kind of in general, your approach to fitness has changed through these years? Oh, goodness. Um, well, years ago, there wasn't really an approach to fitness. It was, uh, it was just not a part of my life. It wasn't an important part of my life, um, but not not because it shouldn't have been, but because I, I wasn't aware that it wasn't yeah. an important part of my life. And I had lost the feeling of uh, good health and wellness and fitness. So once I recaptured that and reclaimed that, thanks again to the, uh, um, the, the impetus of Kilimanjaro, um, I, I'd never look back. Um, it's just a great feeling to know that I can do whatever I want to do. I can, yeah. you know, spring up out of bed. Um, I'm on the wrong side of 50, and I have seen uh, many of my um, colleagues and friends uh, take a different path. And right. It's just not a path 
that I want to take, and nor is it one I want any of them to take. Um, but uh, you know, I, I can I can only lead by example and right. not drag them along. And I think that's so true for any of us. And it's really the best thing we can do is right lead that life by example and show others. Um, Darren, on you know on the CrossFit side, do you have a favorite wad that you could tell us? There's so many to choose from. Um, I love anything that has it's interval based and also has a barbell in it. So uh, we did one this morning. Uh, you row hard for a little bit and then you do some barbell movements for a little bit and you just keep going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, so that, that's among my favorite now. CrossFit uh, names their workouts or many of their workouts. And one of my favorites is uh, named Elizabeth. Um, Elizabeth is uh, power cleans and ring dips in a, okay. uh, well, lots of them, <laughs> but it's, yeah, I'm sure it, it's a lot of fun. It hurts, but it, it hurts in the right way. Very cool. Darren, what about, would you share with us, what's a favorite barbell movement of yours and a favorite non-barbell movement? Um, so all barbell movements are better than all non-barbell barbell This is true. I agree. Like, now that we've got that on the way. Putting that to the side. Um, <laughs> It's 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 tough between cleans, power cleans, and deadlifts. Um, I'll say deadlifts are amazing. I love them, um, but if I have to choose, uh, my heart goes out to cleans every day and, and power cleans in particular. It's just fantastic movement. You do them well. It's a great feeling. Yeah. Uh, just a heavy weight. With those. what? What about uh, hand of the fire non barbell? What's your favorite movement? The humble push up. I, I like it. There you, we you go. Master the push-up. Uh, you build incredible strength, both upper body core and even in the legs. Yeah. yeah. Darren, let's transition a little bit and move into talking a bit about Catch-A-Lift. How did you originally find out about Catch-A-Lift? So this is another one of these funny stories, and uh, it helps to appreciate um, Baltimore and the community of Baltimore a little bit. It's a it's a small town for a big city, and it's a big city for a small town. Um, <laughs> I lived directly across the street from Lynn Coughlin. In oh my the gosh. Two thousands. That's crazy. Uh, directly across the street, and we were just we were neighbors. Uh, yeah. And we would hang out, and, but you know, not a lot. And this was this was um, well before two thousand and nine, well before um, Chris was killed, and well before the founding of Cal. Uh, but I knew Lynn back then, and. Um, moved out of the neighborhood and lost touch. Um, and just over the years, Baltimore being what it is, a small town, we would reconnect from time to time. Um, many years later, I had gone through a couple of different uh, steps in my career. I had just uh, gotten rid of a small business and I had some time in my hands. Um, I don't remember the exact way Lynn and I reconnected, but I had um, uh, learned about Cal, the, the impetus for Cal, the reason for Cal, and I'd also become heavily involved in CrossFit. So yeah. there was a lot of tie-in in the, the, the fitness community locally to right. um, their mission. And um, I, I knew of another CrossFit gym and had a connection there that ran um, the, the, the wellness weekend uh, or the warrior weekend in Baltimore. So uh, Lynn and I got together. I had some ideas uh, that, uh, to, to, that might help Cal fundraise, um, or build awareness. 
Um, I guess she liked what I had to say enough, and we continued that conversation. And um, next thing I knew, uh, Lynn invited me to be a part of the team. That's so cool. That's so cool. Um, Darren, in it feels like this just happened, but it was already back in January of 2020. Uh, you had the opportunity to head out to Camp Pendleton with a team of Cal coaches, and you all put on an adaptive workout for the Marines at Pendleton. Could you talk to us a little bit about your experience and what you observed that day at that event? That was a, a tremendously special experience. Um, the men and women that I, I met out there at Camp Pendleton, both in the um, uh, um, the commanders and uh, 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 the Marines. It's just a remarkable um, group of people. Having to come up with the workouts and then having to run uh, the various workouts with the Cal coaches uh, was a tremendously um, enriching experience, learning how they did things, their approach to fitness, how it was different from mine, right. and yet shared so many of the similarities. In this environment, it's just beautiful, scenic, um, and just a, a amazing um, environment representing really the best of what, uh, uh, of what America has to yeah. offer these young men and women. It was just really amazing. And, and watching their faces as they learned from the Cal coaches, um, was something I wasn't expecting to see. Yeah. And uh, even now I'm getting a little bit, um, you know, watery-eyed about it. Yeah. I've heard that from so many other people too, Darren, that were a part of that day, just the impact that the Marines showed that it had on them, you know, these young Marines. Um, so I know that that was an incredible day for everybody that wasn't involved in it. Darren, would you tell us a little bit about your day-to-day -day work with Catch-A-Lift now? Oh, goodness. Um, I wish I could tell you like it was the same thing every day. But, uh, <laughs> yes. it's, it's a lot of hats that you wear. <laughs> one of the things I love about Catch and Lift is there's always something um, going on, always something new. Um, and one of um, Lynn's strengths is that she just can't say no to a good cause. And um, so I, I try to help out wherever I can. And that means I, I, I'm in a lot of different places doing a lot of different things. Um, some of which I think I do well, much of which, you know, I just, I do, I get it done. I move the ball forward. Oh, you do. You do everything great there and keep going there. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, it's really, what I love is, is that every day is different and uh, a new project all the time. Um, but all of it mission focused and directed um, with a, a, a very simple goal in mind. So one of the projects you did work on, um, you know, late this spring and early this summer was helping Cal um, establish the CrossFit affiliate, um, CrossFit Catch-A-Lift. Will you talk to us about this new opportunity, Darren? Uh, absolutely. I'm super proud of this, um, not just for myself, but uh, for the organization as a whole, also for, for Coach Sarah Rudder, who's uh, instrumental in, in spearheading and, and running this, um, this part of, of Catch-A-Lift. Um, so, um, to the extent it's news, uh, Catch Lift has a new CrossFit affiliate called Catch Lift CrossFit. Um, it is um, going to be or is an integral part of the uh, fitness modalities offered by um, Catch Lift to its veterans. And um, being part of the CrossFit world, 
I am excited to strengthen the ties between the CrossFit community at large and the catch lift uh, CrossFit community and the catch lift community itself at, at large. Um, one of my, um, uh, like I said before, uh, coming from a CrossFit to fitness background um, and having that sense of community and building um health and wellness through fitness is just a perfect tie-in yeah. between Cal and, um, and, and CrossFit. So being able to merge those two into catch lift CrossFit is just gets me right here. It really does. And, you know, like you've really told us about and demonstrated through this whole talk that we're having is they are so closely intertwined, right? So much of what catch lift does and, you know, what goes behind CrossFit in the community aspect and the fitness and everything that goes with that. It's, it's a, uh, it's a very natural fit, you know, yeah, agree. Um, 100%. Darren, for any of our Cal veteran athletes listening that want to become more involved with Cal CrossFit, what do they need to do? Um, so reach out to, to me, uh, um, any which way you'd like to, uh, and I will get you signed up for the uh, uh, the modality on uh, uh, get the programming and all of that stuff. Um, and I, it's as simple as that. And we'll get you we'll get you uh, a part of our CrossFit affiliate, our CrossFit box. So exciting! It's so exciting for Catch Lift and our veteran members. Um, Darren, what does it mean to you? to be able to see the impact that you're able to have, honestly, on a daily basis with so many veterans? Oh, goodness. Um, I, I find the entire thing humbling. Uh, and I, in truth, what I get out of it is far less than what I put into it. And um, the the strength that I see out there um, gives me so much more um, of my own strength every day uh, from uh, more than it's, it's far more than what I'm doing. It, it's what's returned to me from the, the veteran community um, and uh, never expected to have that kind of a, uh, uh, um, intake from my experience, but um, bluntly, uh, I feel that the impact to me is far greater than any impact that I'm having. Um, and I'm just grateful for the opportunity to do it, to be a part of it. Well, we are also very grateful to have you a part of this team and family, Darren. I do have one last question for you here today. What does it mean to you to be Cal Strong? I've given this a lot of thought and I'll try to sum it up briefly. Uh, Cal Strong for me is the conviction and the fortitude of those who give back continuously. Um, the veterans that I see who, as they've done time and time before, put aside what they need in order to be of service to others. That's the essence of Cal Strong. That's beautifully said, Darren. Thank you so much, Darren, for coming on today and sharing your story and your light with us all. Absolutely terrific. That's it for this week's episode of Coach's Corner. We will return next Wednesday at 1 Eastern time with another episode. Thank you again, Darren, for sharing with us today. It's always so great to get to talk with you. 
Thank you to ID Technology and ClearBridge for your support of all things Catch a Lift and especially for your support of this podcast. Thank you to Lynn Coughlin, Henry Pomper, and Kaylee Nasiri for all of the work you do to make this podcast possible week after week. And we thank the entire Catch a Lift team. Until next week, keep it real and stay Cal strong.